Welcome to the Off the Road Again podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Ross. I am Chuck Brazer of Hoopty Cross. See, I knew we'd get a little more than normal that time. (laughs) (laughs) This is our podcast about anything and everything off-road. Tonight is one of those rare episodes where we're not talking about large 4x4s. We're actually going to have some fun (laughs) and talk about things. A little speed. Exactly. Or things that just don't Well, I don't know if I go that far with speed. (laughs) That's fine. We try. I'll, Ross, I'll tell you my take on it here in a second, and it, it'll probably be a take that Chuck wasn't ready for. Um, <laughs> as, as always, we're socially distanced. That's literally the only way we've ever done the show. We started doing video podcasts before the pandemic, and now it just feels like our normal. So I'm still in the Midwest, Ross in the Northeast, Chuck's in Oregon, not dodging the tornadoes that I got woke up with last night. Uh, I can tell oh, you that fun. is, that's the first time uh my daughter's about to be four that's the first time that we've had four kids where we've actually had to like wake up and scramble them to the basement like yikes that was not i was not prepped for that last night that's how do they handle it because like we were talking about when i was a kid i was terrified of those things right Same. same um they're at the point now where i think we for the three older ones they've been in the basement enough times that they're just like okay this is what we do and my daughter yeah. is still young enough and small enough that my wife just scooped her up. And then <laughs> I shook the 11 year old awake. I'm like, D, we got a basement sirens going off. And he popped up and went. Uh, and then Wee, my, field trip. Yeah. And well, and my oldest room is down there already. So like he's, <laughs> oh. he didn't even wake up and we just added kids to his bed, basically. He's um, like, when did the dog get here? well and he was like that was the only thing he woke up and was like where's the dog and i was like they're both out of their cages they can come down if they want to like dogs are smart they're not going to stay up if it's terrifying upstairs they'll come downstairs Mm -hmm. like it'll be okay anyway completely off topic um but that's kind of how we roll so our occasional weather subject yeah yeah. Yeah. well that i did have the discussion with an adult male who's grown up in the midwest tonight about the difference between the tornado watch and the tornado warning christ yep Hurricane watch, like, hurricane warning. Oh man. And he was like, watch is worse, right? And I was like, no, you're watching for it. Warning yeah. is get heft to the basement. Is, you might yeah, be exactly. fucked. <laughs> At least we still okay, have basements. We, yeah, can we swear on this podcast or not? Yes, you can. Yeah. I didn't, but you yeah. can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't let me holding back hold you back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or I'll take care of it for all of us. So I'm pretty sure like when, when Tate was on the show at this point, he was already yelling for mom to bring him another whiskey. So he was. it was, he was. <laughs> well, sweet. Let's talk hoopty cross. Okay. So born out of the gambler 500. Yeah, you could say that, um, <laughs> uh, you know, when gambler started, it was, it was a race. It was unofficial. And it was uh, a group of uh, some old college friends, including myself. And I think the first year we had 14 or 15 cars. And we would, uh, well, going back before that, it was that same group of guys. And we would go up to Mount Hood, which is a cool mountain here in Oregon. And we get a hall pass from our, our girlfriends and wives and go up to Mount Hood and shoot guns and drink whiskey and, and, and have a nice, fun camp. As you weekend. do. And uh, after a few years of that, we're sitting around the fire, I think, and we said, you know, next summer, let's try something different. Let's spend no more than 500 bucks on a car, grab a, grab a partner if you want to, and we'll set some waypoints and we'll, we'll race, air quotes, <laughs> from, uh, from Portland down to Bend. And we did that for three years. Uh, like I said, year one, we had 14 cars. Year three, I think it got up to like 34, 35 cars. Oh, my gosh. 
and and we would race we keep it mostly off-road on the on the forest roads and we obeyed you know the laws and we're on the highways and such um but we would we would get after it on the gravel roads and then we would uh we post up in central oregon and start a a bonfire and and shoot the shit and and clock out and then the next morning we would hit the clock again and and race back to portland meet at a bar give out stupid trophies which were usually like uh i I think I, I won one of the trophies and it was an old like bowling trophy that Tate found in a, some sort of a, oh, you know, uh, uh, you know, a secondhand store and he, he glued like some transformer car to the top of it or something. Amazing. It was like you know, gold, it was all for gold league second place, 1974. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like a go bot or something. You'd, you'd push a button and like wings would come out on the top. Dude, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's but there was also like a bowling guy underneath. Like, yeah, yeah, I want that trophy now. That's hysterical. I kept it. It's uh, it's in my house. Uh, and then year four, there was a YouTube video that came out with Gambler and it got it got big at that point. I think we had 850 cars. We had to, we had to lease out a, a ski resort in the summer for our big Gambler thing. Um, which was awesome, but you know, there became a liability with that racing aspect at that point. There's just too many people. We couldn't have just one straight waypoint, you know, down to central Oregon and back. And, uh, and then, you know, the rest is history. Gambler grew like crazy, but a lot of those original guys were missing that racing element. And I was doing some rally cross racing at the time. And I said, Hey, you know, why don't we, why don't we split off a closed course, you know, rally cross version but, you know, really open up primarily to cheap cars, keep it super accessible, keep it fun, not mm-hmm. so serious. And a lot of the rally cross groups I were, uh, was racing with, you know, they all want to be the next, you know, hot shot rally cross pro. Oh, yeah. They put a lot, of, a lot of money into their cars and that stuff's awesome. I've done a lot of that stuff. I know a lot of those guys, but it's a little bit different beast. And we wanted to fill a niche for something that was affordable and accessible where you could grab what's ever in your driveway or resting in your front yard and come be part of a, a cool community, um, get some seat time, learn learn the, the true basics of racing and uh, and go from there. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, oh. that's uh, that Emmy? that's not, it's Emmy. That's one of our, our events with uh, we were fortunate to team up with the Mint 400. So that's so down in Prim, great. right next to the start line of the Mint. Uh, Matt Martelli, Martelli Brothers are awesome. Shout out to those guys to, to invite us to run a short course. There was an old Lucas Oil track right next to their mm-hmm. start line. And uh, we set up a, a short course there and ran our hoopty cross. That's a, an old Lancia uh, throwback car, but it's a Subaru Justy. That's the fastest awesome. I've ever seen a Justy <laughs> move. Well, it's the paint yeah. job and the stickers. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and the dirt behind and the it. Wing, like, yes. It's all relative. Yeah, that's uh, Randy Wojane in the in the Justy and Emmy Hall and her and uh, her Miata. Emmy's awesome, yeah. by the way. We so recorded... Emmy was our guest last night. Yeah. Oh, cool. Very yeah. cool. She's been on yeah, the show shout out to Emmy. Um, I, I told her we yeah. had a theme this week. <laughs> that that but... race was actually kind of interesting because that that Lucas Oil track it's it's kind of a figure eight that's like pushed in on one side, but it was wide enough where we could actually run two lanes. And we don't do head-to-head racing just for liability. We keep it more simple. It's like time trial. You're that racing goes against south the real quick. Um, but the the head-to-head stuff on that track worked because there was enough room to do two lanes, and people loved it. And people were doing side bets on the side and going head-to-head in their classes, and it was a blast. As That's a do. really long long answer to your question, but no, you're good. <laughs> so no, but to your point about how rallycross and even autocross like cheap racing 
is really only cheap until you start trying to be competitive and then you're, yeah. you know, you're you're like five digits in and it's not cheap racing anymore versus like this i mean that's what like an early 90s thunderbird it is yeah couple grand uh, into that car at most right like yeah he he calls that the thunder turd and it lives up to its name but uh he also sends it <laughs> oh shit um, that is a lot of air time right <laughs> i know that was a yes slow it is. <laughs> still there's uh, two gotta... feet of air under the car that's fucking terrifying yeah. what bounced off of it in that video something ejected itself from the back of that as it landed bump stop oh god no it's probably something out of his trunk or who knows what but oh, he kept racing so all day hard. he was yeah. He was a hero. He got extra points that day for for that sense for sure. Deservingly so. So but you're 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 right on the the barriers to entry to racing, right? And that's again going back to a niche we wanted to to kind of break down, you know. And and I don't want to step on toes of any other groups because I support the sport. I love racing. You know, my goal is to get people out, introduced to it, and then you know I see so many people that end up having natural talent coming out for the first or second time racing. And they end up moving on and doing more SCCA stuff or more organized racing. But yeah, I mean, when it comes to fire suppression and, and, you know, safety Agents. regs yeah. and, and uh, you know, annual uh, fees and stuff like that, it gets expensive and, and it yep. keeps the common kid that may want to really go out and at least try something out of it. Right. Yep. So yeah, I want to do are... this so bad. <laughs> I can <laughs> feel my, like I feel it in my spine already. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I don't feel that. So, yet. <laughs> what are the? Uh, you will the next are, day. Exactly. Yeah, really. What are the most common vehicles you see in Hoopty Cross? And what's your your personal like? If you were to recommend somebody just get into it, like, what would you tell them to seek out? Or is it just like caution to the wind and whatever's on Craigslist? Anything for Dale. Yeah, do it for Dale. Do it for Dale. You know. Um, so the first question was what what are the most common vehicles yeah. we see um i can't answer that we race everything we really do i mean it's not like and and here's a decent example you go to a uh you know an ara event or you know an organized scca rally event and and you're looking at a field of 90 percent subarus right, right. um and in our field, there's no majority of anything. I mean, we we race limousines, we race, uh, there's an Audi right there, we race side-by-sides, um, you know, every sort of sedan, two-door, we do rate, that's a, a stage rally car, those guys come out and join us, SUVs, I mean, really everything. And, you know, the best car to bring out, um, you know, I get guys that come out in their daily drivers, their work trucks, um, their work trucks oh yeah oh, no. you know they say hey i heard you guys are racing this weekend i love to race like can we race this and as long as they pass our tech which is really pretty simple you know you don't cut the roof off of anything um you know you can come out and, and send it so Amazing. there's no Amazing. clear answer to that question we we race it all really would love to get a spreadsheet with like a pivot table and just like come <laughs> through it like okay you, so if you see our uh, our spreadsheets of our of our participants at any given event, you would laugh at what comes out. Like it's, it's hilarious. It's this is a classic Bronco. Like yeah, it is. That's uh, Aaron Flaherty. He uh, he comes out. Uh, he first saw our event in Colorado. We went out to IMI Motorsports Park, and uh, he's like, "What is this?" He came out and had an absolute blast. He follows us around to races now. Uh, yeah, it's a sweet Ford Mustang. Oh my god, these are oh, so. Good. Is that class eleven? Like, yeah, we get like, yeah. 
Yeah, we get a handful of class 11 guys come out. Scott Small's a big class 11 guy. He comes out. Um, you know, I love seeing the Baja stuff. My 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 blood bleeds with with Baja. That's always been my thing. So I love seeing these uh, these Baja guys come out. <laughs> that picture. It's so cool. You, you know, it, it's funny going back to your your uh, uh, question about you know what's the most common car rust. Crown Vicks, hundred percent. Those things yeah. are bulletproof. Yep. Fun to drive. Rear wheel drive. Uh, we get a lot of Crown Vicks. Can throw like F one fifty springs on them. Oh, easily. Yes. Ross, so, I have an none, none of them, none of them are, you. None of them are stock ride height either. That's great. This this one's for Fuck Ross. Yes. Because he used yeah. to have a Vega Cross. That <laughs> thing has seen better days. Yeah, that's uh, oh, Eric Frentress. He's one of my recovery guys, but he takes that out and, and does some hot laps in it. But it's always cool to see those. Yeah. It looks like they're... some sort of like Mars rover or something. I right. Like that was yeah. the idea. What a pile of crap those things are. <laughs> Still love them. What's it's all in uh, how you drive it. It's all in how you drive yeah, it. Yeah, they're, they're like off-road rally cars just in stock form because they yeah. sit on the bump stops and just have down travel. It's so cool. Um, what's in your own garage? Like, what's uh, what are what are your own personal vehicles? Chuck Rocket. And which, which of them <laughs> do you beat the shit um, I've had uh, I've had a handful of vehicles. I've got uh well what's right behind me which is a late year 2017 uh nissan titan diesel uh it's kind of my work truck to to run these events nissan had a good idea putting that cummins in there it's been it's been uh 50 50 that five liters the smaller five liter turbo diesel i've already been through a couple of sets of injectors uh so you know i don't know if i'll go that route again um i've got a 1989 nissan hard body extend cab yes c6 four-wheel drive uh if you guys are perusing my my social you may see it i um i built that truck as an homage to roger mears back in the late 80s uh, when i was a kid i'd watch uh, espn baja 500 coverage and i i fell in love with that truck and so i bought a 600 body and uh mocked it up like uh, uh roger mears's budweiser nissan trucks so good. um i've had a couple classics to show off-road racing yeah it's all grainy like seven <laughs> pixels you know <laughs> yeah um what else have i had uh uh i had an 80 not the hot year which air quotes was the 84 but i had an 86 fiero um which i mocked up like a <laughs> lancius lancius Start a rally, uh, rear engine, worst water pump, by the way, in history to replace. Um, I've had a couple of classic Broncos, not really for racing, just for fun. Um, what else have I had? I think that's about it for fun that's cars. A good variety. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, the freaking diesel Titan in of itself is like, you know, out in left field. That Yeah, they didn't do a lot. lot of it, it, it does. It does a pretty good job. Um, but again, if I'm going to go diesel, I'm probably going to go for a Ford F-350. Go, um, you're good. Okay. So I'm, I'm still looking for his Fiero. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, if you could make like your dream hoopty cross event, where would it be and what would it be? wow just Three like just no budget no insurance like i mean maybe insurance you know but. brandon, brandon. Uh, 
Wisconsin. Yeah. I think Crandon would be pretty sweet. Okay. Um, uh, Glenn Helen would be another good one. Glenn Helen. But we're already talking to Glenn Helen, so we might end up doing something down there. That would be cool. That would be a lot of childhood fantasies come true for people. I I, I could imagine a, a, you know, Toyota Corolla going into turn one at Crandon, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's my Nissan truck. Um, the, the guys at, uh, Hoonigan, shout out to those guys invited us down to, uh, rip up their burn yard and some, in some stuff that they've never had before. And we brought uh, a few gambler cars some hoopty cross, uh, guys out there. I brought that Nissan and that's their, their, uh, burn yard ramp, which if you see it, it's, um, what I would call, uh, aggressive. <laughs> it looks like uh, a stadium super truck ramp like, yeah <laughs> exactly but that's not a stadium super truck suspension setup on that Correct. that's a stock i mean it's a stock <laughs> Nissan. so uh, i left that jump with uh busted brakes uh broken motor mount oh and, uh, some shift linkage that didn't want to do what it did before oh. but uh, a hell of a lot of fun that was an absolute blast for us to go down and hang out with those guys and, and do that yeah, that, yeah. Is, that is a concerning amount of, of height. You can send it. anything once. like And I bounced. I bounced when oh. I hit the ground. <laughs> sure you did. That's better um, than the uh, the alcoholics guys that just shattered their oil pan immediately. Yeah. And it, it didn't bounce. Like it was, uh, we've talked about it before. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, that, that's fun. I mean... I feel like Hoopty Cross though gets a lot of things in the air though. Yeah, you know that's that's kind of an interesting uh, point. You know, when I started Hoopty Cross in 2019, we had an old uh, lumber mill property down in, and that's actually it, uh, down in Crescent, Oregon, which is south of where I'm at today, about an hour, and it's all pumice, and it had a lot of uh, like pits and kind of natural jumps and things. And we wanted to do, you know, do something different with our course, but you know, we found out that, you know, the more air you get with these stock cars, it, it beats up cars. And my goal is to have people come out and race. Um, I still like to add what I call elevation changes here and there uh, for fun, but, you know, I've learned a lot about, you know, track, track dynamics and track science and, and, you know, when I look at a jump, I have to imagine everything going through it with every sort of driver skill, be it something like, you know, that Tahoe or a stage rally guy or side by side. Uh, so I've tried to tone it down a little bit. So people aren't working on their cars all day. <laughs> you know, my goal yeah. is to get, get people seat time rather than, uh, you know, crouched under your car, fixing something, but yeah, we have some fun tracks. See, that's, that's the thing. Like, uh, I mean, Kansas gets a lot of crap for being flat as you drive I-70, but a lot of it is actually fairly hilly on the eastern side of the state. Yeah. But even a majority of our rallycross courses have no elevation change whatsoever because you're confined to one dude's field kind of mm-hmm. a thing. Like you don't really yeah. get to add any kind of actual character to it. It's just right. like how tight they want to make it and then how quickly the guys in the modified Subarus and Evos destroy it. Just flatten everything out. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and rut it. Yeah, and, and the fun thing about racing and driving is when you're actually, I mean, for most people at least, is when you're actually doing the racing and driving, you know, like wrenching on stuff's fun when it's not a weekend that you're, you know, trying to be doing the actual thing you set out to do. So, 
yeah, I mean, within reason is probably a good mojo, but <laughs> that's uh you know and, and my favorite part about this race series is people's liveries right so that's right a, it's a honda with a subaru livery yeah, <laughs> i think it's in a cord with a nice uh, stack coming out of the hood yep sti wing yeah. has has the comparison to 24 hours of lemons been drawn have you heard that one uh, a little bit. I mean, people like to say that we're the 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 off-road lemons. You know, mm-hmm. I love those guys. I love what they do. Um, you know, I'm surprised they that they've never gone. I'm surprised they've never gone uh, off-road. But um, oh that's a sweet MR2. That's Kenny O'Brien's. Uh, that's fantastic. That's a what a Gen two or three MR2. That is a Gen three. That is a yeah. That's like 0403 or something. Yeah. That's a spider, and, and he's he's actually dumped a ton of money into that, and you can do that. Like, there's no real real rules with what you want to do, and he he mocked that up as an old Ford GT, and uh, he came down to Hoonigan, too, and sent it off that ramp, and he, he, fared, oh, he, fared, he fared a little bit better than I did. Um, <laughs> but uh, he loves the race, and he's, he's another guy that came out and, and got the bug, and, and he travels around and follows our, our races across the country and comes out and racks mm-hmm. up points, and he's awesome. a favorite. Yep. Lots of lots of Miatas. We get Ross, Ross just got a 99 that we're yeah. already starting to push him it, towards. It lo- looks like what Emmys looked like probably before somebody, you know, went like off their first jump and decided they wanted to continue going off jumps. Yep. This is an E30 Ute. Yeah, it is. And that's the Grindheart guys. Grindheart Plumbing okay. came out and built uh well, they cut the back off, you can see, and put some some down bars in there. Yeah, so, they sent it hard. We're seeing a lot of uh, a lot of road signs as skid plates. What are some of the <laughs> stranger modifications you've seen on things? Since I mean, we just saw a car with two fronts, but <laughs> yeah, are- that that would probably be it. That's the the the, the double ended Geo Metro, and mm-hmm. they actually have a driver in back and a driver in front. That's and so terrible. they're 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 yelling at each other on what turns are coming up. So the guy in back turns opposite. And they've got it dialed to a science. Um, really? Those guys, wow. Yeah, those guys are fantastic. It's like so it's, Porsche, rear wheel steer. It's, it's four wheel steering, two engine. That thing is brilliant. They're so one quick. dude's running in reverse <laughs> the whole time? That's correct. He's looking He's looking over his shoulder the entire race. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Have you tried it? Have you, you got it? I mean, you got it at some point, right? Like, at least in a parking lot or something. I, I haven't, but I've, I've gotten so much video of these guys. I've talked to them. I, I'm usually, I'm too busy running around running these events. I don't have time to get behind the wheel, but uh, these guys are my heroes. That's, that's probably one of my favorite cars, actually, that comes out. What are some other highlights for you? Oh, boy. Uh, you know, we went down to we're King, gonna, King of the... Go we're going to make you, like, offend people because you didn't pick yeah, right. theirs. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you not mention me? I, I don't know. Every, every race is a highlight because it's just, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, the, the interesting part about these races is that, you know, people bring out what they have low mechanical sympathy for. And so mm-hmm. unlike a, a higher level racing, when somebody breaks something on course and they're pissed off, if you break something on course on hoopty cross, usually the crowd's giving you a standing ovation and you're right. on your hood, you know, <laughs> doing this sort of stuff. And then, then, then there's an army of guys that are, that are willing to, to get you fixed up and back on course. And that's great. Uh, that's, that's my favorite part about it. Um, you know, location stuff, people we've teamed up with <laughs> that's in, uh, uh, I think that's Roush world in Michigan. 
Just the fact that it's an Alero with a trunk that won't close. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) They're supposed to have that close. That start line. I, I, I love that start line because they they get ejected out of the, the storage container. It's, it's like, like the, the Baja start line where they cut, where you remember when Robbie Gordon launched himself over the friggin' <laughs> start box? Pretty sure he got yelled at for that one. Yeah, that was frowned upon. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. It looks like the last the the last opt- obstacle course in uh, the TV show Wipeout because they launched them yes. out into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's, love- actually, that's a good comparison. It's like wipeout for cars and and drivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not a lot of big red balls. Yeah, yeah. and, and oh. it, when, yeah. when I started this, I wanted to do something rather than just dodging cones in a flat field, right? Like you were saying in, <laughs> yeah. in Kansas, and um, you know, autocross is fun too, but you know, it's it's pretty one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to do something a little bit different, which is why we mix up our tracks this this weekend is our biggest event of the year, which is our, our combination gambler 500 and hoopty cross here in Redmond, mm-hmm. Oregon. Uh, we're expecting probably three, 4,000 people. Our racing oh. grid is, is hundred percent full. Uh, we're on 180 acres of gravel. So this is going to be one of our first straight up gravel events. Um, we had a track test day and some of the guys were, were comparing this to like a dirt fish sort of compound as far as the, the surface conditions. So yes. it's a little bit different. It's fast. It's, it's drifty. It's a, almost a two mile course out here. Um, so oh, you know, we like, we like to mix it up. That's, that's a long course. Um, yeah. I'm looking at your schedule here and you guys got to come to the Northeast. <laughs> yeah, we do. We ran a, we ran a, um, a race out in New York last year. Um, the track didn't really end up working out just cause it was basically sand, mm-hmm. but you know, where in New York I, I, oh gosh, where was that race in New York? Uh, it'll come to me, but I always, I always put it out there. You know, if somebody knows a, a nice piece of private ground or a, a cool rally cross track, you know, let me know. Mm-hmm. Cause we, we want to go there. Um, Northeast is actually a spot that we haven't hit uh, a ton of, but there's a lot of rallycross contingent out there, and uh, we'd like to get out there. So if you yeah. know anything, let us know. I'll do some thinking. Yeah, yeah New totally. York's a big state. Dude, it I'm is. sad I missed the one that was literally in my the la- state the, the and not County even that far away. Like, yeah. that's like two hours west. I could have been there. Like, yeah. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to uh, to the fairgrounds in Morris County, Kansas. That was a fun event. That was our first event out there, and it was it was a hit. Uh, they let us uh, truck in a bunch of dirt, and so we we made a really fun course that uh, that was a hit. It was great. That, sound, that sounds pretty accurate for Kansas. Oh, you're gonna bring dirt? Sure, that's fine. Well, we we had to add a little elevation since <laughs> yeah. Kansas Kansas is like that. It's like Monster Jam. You ever see the time lapse videos of how they turn like a football stadium into a Monster oh, Jam crazy. stadium overnight? Oh, yeah. Wild. Yeah. Like hundreds of trucks worth of dirt. The dirt guys are absolute ninjas on those skid steers, you know. Yep. You get to play with any fun construction toys in, yes. in creating the uh, courses. And that's that's quietly one of my favorite parts about doing this is hopping on a bulldozer or a grater or you know a box blade and and just plugging in some tunes and and creating something that you can look at and and uh that you know the next day people come out and have a blast on it so yeah i i love doing that to that point like how much of it is actually planned out ahead of time do you guys like
you and a skid loader just having fun a little bit of both i mean there's you know we we race at a couple of motocross tracks too so there's obviously some infrastructure that's already there um you know but we don't go over like the whoops that the motocross guys do so we have to manipulate some ground a little bit but i've got a lot of uh, friends with you know large pieces of private ground and they say hey can you run a track here and i go down if there's a ton of trees obviously that's that's an issue uh but if it's you know uh fairly mild like that and it's open then yeah i bring a dozer in and and carve up a a good track Um, again when i make tracks i have to imagine everything from a limousine to an rv to a side-by-side to you know some guy that's got a heavy foot and a rear-wheel drive corvette and so you know i need to see uh the layout and so you know i've got to build a track that that can accommodate all those guys from all skill levels too right Dude, I, I apologize yeah. to the audio listener because I'm just going to keep laughing because I'm just scrolling through the Instagram page. Oh, I, I'm with you. Every time I see this stuff, I I, uh, wild. I laugh. Yeah, that's Todd Tebbs in his uh, little buggy. He's he's awesome. He comes out. That thing looks Ooh. like it's been through Baja, like that, or could be through Baja. Yeah, yeah. we get a lot of purpose, a lot of purpose-built stuff. Uh, they they fall into one of our four classes, which is called Super Soft class. Uh, which is any purpose-built vehicle that's meant for off-road. So yeah. uh, side-by-sides, trophy trucks, those buggies, any sort of, um, you know, Baja class stuff that comes out, we put them in a super soft class. And then that's going to be your uh, your two-wheel drive garbage class. So that's that's our <laughs> our most po- our most popular uh, class. That's a nice escort. Um, right. That's Matt Cowart from Conversion Brewing that he sends that thing. And then we have nice. four-wheel drive four-wheel drive garbage which is again cheap what? four-wheel drive that can be that can be a cheap subaru or a cheap you know uh, four-wheel drive truck and then we have hater which is going to be something arguably over five five hundred bucks yeah. so that's going to mm-hmm. be your daily, daily driver or a nice stage rally car that's actually tate in his yep. auto his paco motorsports lift kit there's more going on there than just a Paco Motorsports lift kit. <laughs> well, this is this is the one that Jesse drove too, Russ. You, yeah, we've, we've talked about this. I know, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm just yeah. just bringing it up for the listeners. Um, oh my god, that that would be a hater, the nice BMW, and then you got a nice uh, dude. That car does look very normal really in clean. stock. Yeah. <laughs> Minus Holy the cow. Oh, the that that cool. looks like one of those hill climb race trucks yeah from like where is it finland or whatever iceland yeah yeah iceland the paddle wheels on them and yeah yeah they shoot across Um, the water before they climb the hill (laughs) there's a huge there's a huge race jeep contingent in oregon and washington and those guys have their own their own series but they they cross over and join us on occasion that guy actually put me behind the wheel he's like you want to give it first you know give it a spin i'm like uh all right he's like oh it's only like 700 horsepower i'm like only yeah <laughs> and he, he strapped me in it's all manual steering right and so um oh, i got gosh. through a, a quarter of the lap and my arms and shoulders were just <laughs> like it takes a lot to rip those things around but it was a lot of fun yeah oh, that looks gosh. like a riot um Dude, this looks like the this is, the, the legacy so cool. I'm looking for for my oldest kid for next year. <laughs> yeah, right. That that one's probably available. It ran <laughs> yeah. ran when parked. Ran when parked. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Is that an echo? 
That is a Toyota Echo. That's Shelby Hansen. And he's he's one of our fastest guys in his class. He actually uh, got the, the invite to our championship race down at Rally Ready in Austin uh, last year. Wow. Um, he's he's like six five six six, and he <laughs> he's, he squeezes himself into that thing and he sends the hell out of that. There you go, Chris. You could fit in one of those too. Though. I'm six four six six with a helmet on. So yeah, like this. <laughs> yeah, he a rally thing. car. It actually it makes me happy because I had forgotten that you guys knew Dave as well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. One of my Dave, favorite Dave's, human Dave's an absolute champion. Dave's big. You know, when we started this thing, Dave's like, hey, I love what you're doing. Like, how do we how do we get involved? And um, and I said, hey, like, let's do a let's do a, a prize for our, our fastest guys. And uh, Rugged Radios and Rally Ready sent our fastest guys down to to the rally ranch for actual driving lessons for nice. a few days. And, and that was dope. That's, That's so awesome. This whole yeah. off road world ends up revolving around dave <laughs> it does <laughs> fucking dave <laughs> every now and then oh he froze his oh, interviews no, are probably back. hands down the funniest thing uh, i mean all his accents he'll just keep going yes we spent and just keep going, and keep going we spent the first 10 minutes of one of our shows with dave talking about the dja dick dick jokes, dick jokes adjacent, adjacent. Yep. So like we got right up to dick jokes, but yep. never, and like we're gonna that's our comedy spinoff podcast. Like we just <laughs> and then all his Richard mugs. Yeah, it's yep. uh it's always an adventure. With no, me. he he actually has the mugs that say Dick on them. Like he wants those, and I was like, yeah. why didn't you just get the ones that say Richard too? And he was oh, like, right. oh no, I have to restart collecting. And I was like, oh. Every now and then I get a text from Dave, and it's just something absolutely ludicrous that's happening at the ranch or something else. I'm just like pretty much like. Do you just want me to exude the jealousy back to you? Like, is that a, it's a cry for help? He needs more help. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a he's an all star, and all the guys down there, all the instructors. Uh, it's awesome that he's hooked up with uh, Black Rifle and doing some cool stuff. I I rub shoulders with him at the at the ARA stage rally events. So I I tried my hand at co-driving this year in uh, an actual stage rally. Uh-oh. Yeah, completely different animal, but uh, a ton of fun. Uh, my driver and I were in a 2006 uh, Canadian version Toyota Yaris. It was a four-door, uh, not at all a rally car. I think it's got all of like 75 or 80 horsepower. Um, but we uh, we sent it pretty hard. We did uh, Oregon Trail Rally and Olympus, um, but a lot of fun. And, and we hang out with Dave and and all those guys up there. It's it's a blast. When you try to find a picture of an 06 Yaris, it doesn't go well. I think it's a, it's on it's on our little hoopty cross page. Is it on hoopty cross? Yeah, it's a. Uh, Does it have? Like, is it mocked up like a WRC car? Yes. Okay, it's so I, red, I know. Red, yep. I'll it's find the red it. and white, red and white Yaris on my hunt. And of course, my computer just weirded out and went. All the images that I could see on the Instagram page are now gray squared. There we go. It's oh. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. like our maybe 20th post down you can see i actually did a, a over under <laughs> yeah there it is oh, yep. it's by itself yep. co-driving is so a riot man because you're sitting low in the car and you're reading pace notes i've never written pace notes before but that's a that's a, a crazy world to sit there and so, try to read while you're going 130 miles an hour over a I'm good. No, thanks. i always <laughs> i always worry about like the motion sickness element of it but like is there 
part of you because you're reading the course notes that you're actually your body's prepping for what's coming as you read it kind of thing so the the, the fast guys they never look up right okay. so when you're looking at um Travis and his co-driver and, and Ken and, and his co-driver, they're going so quick that, the, that those guys never look up. And so they can feel where they're at, which was 10 notes behind. So in a, Yar in a Yaris, the 2006 Yaris, you're not going that fast. So it gives me a chance to look up every now and again, and I may be a turn or two ahead okay. for him. Um, and and I've, I've been lucky. I don't, I don't get motion sickness, but I was definitely nervous about it the first time I did it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Here's the there's the over under for you, Ross. Yep. Yeah, that's the the old Gazoo Racing team versus us. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. All I didn't like, I knew they had arrow, but I didn't realize it was that much arrow. It's a lot of arrow. It's, it's like what Tate did to his uh, vibe with all that JB Wells. That fucking thing. I love oh it too. Shout out to crazy. Eric Frentress. He's Eric Frentress, a great driver. He's uh, he's kicking butt. We actually. That was our first rally, and we took the uh, the first time rally award. We actually got third, so we made podium our very first stage wow. rally. Which wow, pretty cool. That doesn't suck. No, it was it was fun. He was he was hauling butt. Man, that's crazy. You guys look like you really do have a good time doing. Oh, that's what it's all about, you know. I mean, I got a day job. I do other things, but this is what keeps me in check and keeps me in balance and. Um, you know, again, I think the part about all this is seeing people come out for the very first race and they get behind the wheel and they hit racks and they come back and they're like, holy shit, this is the funnest thing I've ever done. And on top of that, then they start following us from race to race across. And then they get better and you start to see them improve their lines and actually uh, improve their skill set. Um, you know, so to see fresh racers kind of enter the sport and then move on to other groups, that's that's a home run for us. It's 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 fantastic. Just that's actually at the site that I'm at right now. I just want to point out how tall oh, really? that echo is compared to everything else in the line. I mean, except for that <laughs> Yamaha Y Y Z X or whatever at the front, which is a thirty thousand dollar rig. There's another uh, there's another MR2 Spider right there, mocked up like a, right. an old Celica. Yep. Man, Gen so one uh MR2 in front of it. God I love damn. this. I don't know what it is about so cheap dirt racing. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very forgiving. It's, it's... Huh. Paco Motorsports Lift is only 250 bucks. Yeah, huh. why are you waiting? <laughs> the order should be placed already and the asking for forgiveness later. Well, uh, Paco's great. I'm... Hit him up. I'm probably not going to see the car for another like three weeks. So that that's part of it, but dude, we can get a Prius. Let's do it. A Prius. Sure. You guys can get whatever runs on Craigslist for 500 bucks, which isn't a lot. That's, that's the majority of our field. Yeah. Not and you're going to get, you're, you're going to get more smiles out of that than dumping a bunch of money into something. And, yeah. And this, that's, that's our, uh, this that's is our where track you're at right now. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. That was our track test day in January. So this is the Road Expo Center. It's 188 acres of, of gravel. Uh, that was a fantastic track day. And that's when we said, yep, we're going to come back. And so that's this weekend. Beautiful scenery, Cascade Mountains in the background. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mer Meredith takes great photos. <laughs> <laughs> 
that too. Yeah, she does. She's she's tagged in all those, but that, those are great. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's one of our photographers. She's she's fantastic. Yeah, after just spending a solid week with hanging out with photographers and videographers, like it's there there are some that you're like, good lord, how did you get that? And then there's some you're like, yeah, I, I totally know how you did that one. I can see that. Like you go down to Rubicon or what what did you or, or Moab? Where'd you get back from? So we did over uh overland to Expo West and Flagstaff. And then oh, from you. there, um I so I worked the show and for five days and then I called on the marketing kids um because they're in their early 20s and literally I could have I'm, I'm of an age to have been their father with years to spare um but then it was uh marketing kids yeah a spot a spot south of Flagstaff called end of the world which like looks over the Sedona Valley which is just absolutely gorgeous um then Moab for literally each day it, it was get up shoot sunrise transit shoot sunset shoot blue hour sleep get up shoot sunrise transit shoot sunset blue hour sleep get up shoot sunrise like it literally it after like the third or fourth day we were like I don't know what day we're on because each day felt like two days because maybe you'd wake up near Sedona but you're going to bed in Moab or you're waking up right. in Moab and you're going to bed on the salt flats and like the the environments change so much throughout Utah and Wyoming and, and Arizona that it it was a good little trip but like it when we got home it took me god probably six days to finally feel okay I'm at uh, I'm at my base energy level again now like it took it took a while right. it wasn't and, a little trip no but all the, like, I'd say like the vans did great driving the distance and then the off-road sections were, because we had transit vans, like nobody expects those to be. Was this all the Delicos that you were, you were talking about earlier? No, these are, so I actually work for an adventure van company. And so it was the vans that I, that I work for. So they're Ford, Ford yeah. Transits. One was a 2022. And I think we left with like, I think there were 350 miles on the odometer and now it's close to 3000. And then oh, the one I drove was in the mid, in the mid fifties. And I got her close to 60,000 by the time we were done with it. So right. um, they're in Denver right now at outdoor retailer. So check them out. If you're <laughs> in Denver, there you go. Sweet Chuck. I think we got close to an hour there, bud. <clears throat> yeah, we did. So anything you want to plug? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, follow us on obviously the grams at Hoopty Cross. Uh, same with Facebook, hooptycross.com. Uh, you'll, you'll see there our full schedule for the year. But, you know, we race, I think, 20 plus races all across the country. We welcome everybody in just about anything, obviously, as we covered today. So uh, come out. Yeah. Doesn't matter what skill you are, you're gonna have fun. We give almost as many points for our, our fastest uh, top three as we do our slowest top ten. So we keep everybody involved and, and uh, top the way it should be. I want to be yeah, in that slowest you know, group. Yep. <laughs> probably those guys, those guys. They're they're some of the most hardcore racers, and and there are national points uh, standings right now. There's there's a lot of guys in the top fifteen that. <laughs> They keep getting that bottom, you know, that bottom 10 per, per event. Um, you know, so we keep everybody involved, but come out, check it out. Uh, you're guaranteed to have a great time. So sweet. Cool. All right. I'm going to wrap up the show real fast. You can rate review the, uh, our podcast on, uh, Apple podcasts, uh, just about anywhere you can get podcasts. We're everywhere. Spotify, Google podcasts, leave us a review. 
You can like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, for Chuck, it's at HoopDX. It's H-O-O-P-T-I-E-X. Uh, That's and right. And your, your personal is just C Brazer. So C-B-R-A-Z-E-R. Yeah, right? I'm not on that one that much. Just just follow HoopDX and uh, check out our website. Subscribe. You'll get all the updates with all the things. And my favorite part about your event calendar is that like, it literally hops around the country like sometimes you're on the west coast sometimes you're in the middle sometimes you're on the west coast sometimes you're in kentucky like so like it literally goes back and forth we're, we're trying to spread the love best we can <laughs> uh you can follow the hooniverse uh the hooniverse on twitter the real hooniverse on instagram uh ross is no not like the one from friends on instagram i'm pretty sure i messed that up even though i'm looking at it no not like the one from friends okay i've only read it 125 times Exactly. And I'm at Overlanding Dad. You can we read what we write on Hooniverse, UTV Driver, ATV Writer, Everyday Driver, and US News and World Report. If you want to talk about an adventure van, send me an email. Don't fill out the contact form. If you send out the cup, fill out the contact form, they get the leads to randomly gurus. Send me an email. Let's talk. <laughs> Let me claim those. Yep. That's our show. Thank you so much, Chuck. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you guys. It was an honor. You guys take care. <laughs>